0: guys welcome back to another episode you're the one that always takes note of what number this is i don't remember what number this is
1: this is episode 31 and my name is boogie by the way howdy
0: that's gonna be boogie my co-host and i'm cam yet again on another episode of beyond the senses podcast and uh yeah guys we wanted to um Finish off the year with our 2023 top 10
1: 2023
0: horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, this year kind of wasn't the best for movies, but you know, <laughs> every this time I say all, this that, dude,
1: always been saying that. <laughs> this dude's is 2023. Only
0: I'm not the only one. Come on, man. Like, I guess last year was just so strong, and this year just didn't touch it. And I know I can't compare, but it's so hard because I remember when we did this exact episode last year, and I just felt more secure with my placements on stuff. Even though I do feel like this list, you know, everything's in the right spot for me. But last year's list was like pretty tough to make. Um, so I have to look. Have
1: to look back at my. I have to look back at my list from last year to remember all of them, uh, just to see How to compare to what I have this year. But uh, I don't know. It was solid because when when I look at my top 10, they're all eights or above, like eight out of 10s or above. And I think that's pretty good. But I mean, also, that's, you could take into consideration my rating style. I might rate things higher. So you never really know. But as far as like uh, my experience of 2023, eight and above, that's pretty good. When you get in sevens and seven and a half in your top ten, then it's kind of like, well, eh, it was kind of eh. But, I mean, some, something I rate at eight or eight and a half, somebody might rate lower. So, again, you never really know.
0: Yeah, so I think my top ten, actually, I think I do have, like, a seven and a half in my top ten. Maybe two. I don't remember exactly, but...
1: um you know what? No, no, I, just I, I, just said that. I just have one. I just said that. I just said all that, and I do have my. Um, I do have one that's a seven and a half. On my yeah, list. I
0: have one. So <laughs>
1: one. Me too. One.
0: Yeah. Um. So, but
1: I guess it goes back to what you said. The year yeah, I, great, mean, I guess. Well, I
0: mean, like we said, we did discuss before this episode. We will do just real quick, say like what we thought didn't make the list, but are like kind of like honorable mentions. So I guess like a technical number 11 and 12 um they they, look they did have some really good films i did like this year but i just didn't like it as much as last year and that's i guess i guess it's because like that was when we started the podcast too so i'm comparing it because like usually when i make these lists it doesn't really i don't know like it doesn't really stick as much i guess but i guess since we are making podcast episodes i remember last year like more you know it's like right yeah, there in my memory. So
1: Okay, did you want to uh you wanna wait till after we talk about the list or did you wanna say how many no, we could, 20, 2023 movies we both watched?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we could say that. So how many did you watch this Because
1: I watched 26, at one
0: twenty six. Yeah, at one point I remember we both were at like nothing really watched. And then we just yeah. like watched a slew of stuff in the past like few weeks um i watched uh 27 i believe i almost had 27. 27 i watched
1: half yeah i watched half of a movie i didn't finish it although the half that i did watch
0: what was it what was the movie
1: uh Hugh sarah the bone woman oh okay okay yeah it was on shutter i watched half of it it was all right but it wasn't nothing from at least halfway which i mean you can't judge a movie halfway obviously but halfway of what i seen it wasn't making my top 10 but yeah, maybe the end. I mean, maybe the end was fucking awesome, and I'm just a, I'm just stupid.
0: <laughs> I guess I'll say like the few that I was gonna squeeze in, but I didn't end up getting in, and I'm not really too worried about it. To be honest, I mean, maybe it's on me if they could have made the list or not. But um, yeah. the ones I didn't see were uh, Venus, Bo is afraid it lives inside. Oh. It's a Wonderful Knife Godzilla Minus 1 Influencer That's about it So those are the ones that I was going to check out I ended up not getting to those But I got a pretty decent amount That I feel like I'm I'm Sitting pretty okay So
1: Venus I wanted to watch that one too That's probably the only one that you mentioned That I wanted to catch that I didn't And then uh, Godzilla minus, minus 1 right Right yeah I do want to see that but I know it's not fully horror, so I wasn't tripping about that. And then uh Bo was afraid. I kind of wanted to see only because it's Ari and I'm sure there's horror elements in it, but I know it's it's yeah. just long as hell, and I just didn't get it in.
0: <laughs> so we still need <laughs> to see it. It's just so yeah. Long. I do want
1: I do want to see it, but my urge to see it is not as much as it was to see something like Hereditary or um, you know Midsommar. Yeah, just because those were full fledged horror movies. People say midsummer isn't really a horror movie, but it's definitely got horror elements, you know. So Right. Yeah, but so yeah.
0: I guess I'll say just I mean I guess we could just get into like the eleven and twelve honorable mentions that didn't quite make the top ten, but we're sitting like right below. Um sure. So yeah, my eleven is um
1: Oh no, you mean number twelve, right?
0: Well yeah, I guess we'll do yeah, twelve and then 12. eleven.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Um so my number eleven it's gonna be uh I mean my number twelve is gonna be Renfield. Um, okay, nice. Renfield, Nicolas Cage, and Nick, uh Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt. I had a good the time Nicholas with this. Is- Yeah. And really the movie made the movie the, the movie's like decent, but Nicholas Cage really made it for me because I know you had said it too in your review. I wasn't totally into the action parts of it, but um but I mean, the rest of the movie, like the vampire parts and stuff like that, like with Dracula, um, those parts, like I really liked, but I'm also st- like very odd when it comes to horror comedies. I know you know that, but I had a yeah. good time with it primarily because of Nick Cage.
1: It's funny. I just watched it. Uh, I watched it myself not long ago and... You said you mentioned the action scene. That was definitely something I didn't like about it. But if you like action in your horror, I don't at all, really. Like, if you like Underworld, you can't compare it to Underworld, but if you like that action blend in horror, this has that, like, a lot. Like, I even said in my review that they turned Renfield into, like, a superhero almost because he's got these. I did like how he got the superpowers, how by eating bugs, because he ate bugs in, like, the original one. So they brought that over in a modern way. I just, I didn't like the the over it just felt way overdone with the action. And and yeah. the side plot with um that family that uh
0: Oh man, I god I, I my least favorite part of the movie for sure.
1: Yeah I don't <laughs> I like it I either do. they try to bring Dracula into that but like yeah. you mentioned you you said you said it perfectly. Like when you watch this movie you're watching it for Nicolas Cage as Dracula because he does but a I fucking awesome job. The
0: movie's called Renfield though but like He's not my favorite part of it, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's cool in it. I like Nicholas yeah. Holt as an actor, but I don't think like this is my favorite role of his or anything. Uh, but yeah,
1: so, he's got a few. He's got a few in the horror genre now.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and he's about to be in Nosferatu, man. So oh, he's um, in that too. True. Yeah. So nice. yeah, he's definitely good. I just not like you know peak Nicholas Holt, but uh, yeah. Nick Cage the is Gore. pretty cool. yeah.
1: Door's so. pretty good in Renfield too.
0: Yeah. yeah, it is. But yeah, that's my number twelve. Are we gonna say them back to back? What we have, or you want to do your number twelve now?
1: Yeah, I'll go. We can go back and forth like we okay. would do. Yeah. Uh, did you rate that one? Do you have a rating for it?
0: I have. Yeah, I think I had mine at like a seven, seven out of ten. I think it was. I have a three and a half out of five. So I'm probably gonna go along with seven out of ten.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I was at a six and a half, so I was only a point, a half a point lower than you were, and I think that was actually maybe two or three more down the line from these two honorable mentions. But uh, my number twelve was a movie. I think we actually I actually messaged you about this the other day, and we had a conversation about was it 2013, 2023, was it twenty twenty two? And because I had been under the assumption that it was twenty twenty two because I seen it so early in twenty twenty three, and then if you look it up. Obviously, it had a, um, I think it had like a, I don't know, like a film festival release date in 2022, I think. And that is um, Sick by John Hyams. That's the um, the COVID slasher uh, written by, damn it, what's his name? You know him from uh, yeah, Kevin yeah, Williams, Williamson. Yeah, Williamson. Kevin Williamson uh, wrote Scream and all. This feels like a modern Scream to me, basically. Um I I know of the other film John Hyams directed. I can't remember right now, but he directed the shit out of this. I think it's a pretty well directed movie. And for a COVID movie, I thought I was going to hate it. Because going in, you know, it's a COVID movie. If you look at the poster, it even has, you know, it's called Sick, and then he has the mask on his face on the cover art. Uh, But I think they did it pretty well. I think uh, it's action packed. There's a a twist in it that kind of like harkens back to Scream, too. In a way, I am not give it away or anything. Uh, but yeah, this one totally wouldn't have been on my list at all because I thought it was 2022 until Camp said, no, this is 2023, it was just in January. So yeah, that's thick. Um, like I said, COVID, I didn't want to see a COVID horror movie because I think that's just so cliche. And But they do it in a way where it's not. And, and there's some cool kills, some good tense moments, a good cold open uh and you can you can feel it was written by kevin williamson uh and so yeah it makes it makes my honorable mention at 12. anything you have to say on this buddy
0: i enjoyed it but i really like i don't know man like i was fine with the covid like perspective but that's not my favorite part of the movie for sure and the ending like like the whole reason, like the whole thing with the two girls being there because of COVID yeah. and all that stuff. I didn't mind all that. That was cool. And I like the twist. The violence was really sick. Like the the action parts are like really like aggressive. Like they're really yeah. I like but that stuff not, about
1: it. They're not action like Renfield though, you know, they're just action no, no, as no, a yeah. term of like right. a slasher. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: like it's like those close combat fighting, but it's like Oh my god yeah. like somebody's gonna die and it's gonna be like yeah. you know it's intense whereas renfield's just kind of like oh people are dying all over and it's not really that big of a deal. but right um yeah it was it was good like it was good to me i mean it is a little further down on my list so like it, it didn't make my top 10 or anything and it's further down from my honorable mentions but uh i did remember it being like good because of like kevin williamson you know and I don't know. I mean I don't like the ending really. <laughs> like the whole COVID tie in with it. I I don't um I don't hate it but I wasn't like I definitely wasn't like, oh cool, this is like, you know, the way to go. I don't know. I just I, I actually like the really twist.
1: Good. Yeah. I like the twist that you get towards the end of like um it ties into COVID obviously because i've during covid i mean we got to see it we got to live it of course so i've seen people freak out about um people breaking covid rules and stuff like that and like calling cops on people for having people over and just just crazy stuff like that and so they obviously take that a step further in sick and stuff and but i like it because i was like okay i can i could see that this has happened and to some extent just not like this craziness but i mean for a horror movie i liked it and um I thought there was some good set pieces in it as well. But uh for rating two, I just want to throw that out before we move on, but I give that one a seven out of ten. So three and a half out of five stars.
0: Yeah, I think that's and that's number twelve. That's pretty much where I'm sitting at with it two, seven. Yeah. It's further down on my list, but it's yeah, about the same as Renfield almost. Uh with my liking towards it. All right. Um so you wanted to get straight into the top ten and then kind of do this the thing where like if you no, have a we had choir... another honorable
1: mention. Oh, do we? That was number twelve.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn, dude! dude
1: like... <laughs> he's so anxious to get into the top ten.
0: Well, I felt uh, for some reason I thought like twelve and eleven was like, just like we talked about two movies. So I thought that uh, was twelve and eleven. Oh, uh, you want to do it
1: like oh, that? We can. If you no, you're can right, get you're right.
0: One. No, so my eleven was totally killer came out a few months back i missed this did, one. You, I didn't did you even want okay yeah i didn't think yeah um slasher meta type slasher which kind of uh i don't know not my favorite thing now because they kind of getting overdone but uh it was fun though honestly and i think the more the, the reason why i like this one more is because it's halloween it is like pushed like a good bit actually which i did was surprised because i didn't think it was a halloween film but it kind of is in a way Uh the twist at the end really cool and it actually works with like because it's about time travel so you got killer and you know time travel and stuff but you kind of got some twists because you know you go back in time you mess with it and then there's like a killer in the past so it's like you know i I don't want to say anything really but you know Two different time in periods. The 80s,
1: right, goes so, to the 80s, goes back to the 80s, right? Yeah,
0: but since it's in two crazy. different time periods, you know. Like, is it two different killers? So, <laughs> I don't know, oh, but, yeah, um, I what you're yeah, cool mask. I like the mask. Um, the kill is like kind of like sick, like, this killer is pretty aggressive, so I like that added, you know, feature to whenever a killer has like more aggressiveness to them, makes them a little bit more scarier whenever they're about to kill somebody so yeah
1: but yeah, yeah again um, like we said i didn't i didn't see that i didn't get to see this one uh, i've been seeing it on year in list and all i just i never got to it yeah i should
0: have this one i put at about 7.5 um so yeah i did like it a little bit more than sick if we were talking about you know comparing them they are two slashers so yeah i like this one a little bit more um so on amazon prime if you haven't watched it Oh, yeah, and my, one of my favorite things too is uh Kieran and Shipka. she's like one of the best parts of it, and what i and I feel like the I don't know like the the main girl like the final girl type thing, um, I like her from Sabrina, so I guess if it was somebody else, you know it would, could be good, but I like the charm of her, so it just worked, but yeah, so
1: gotcha nice, so that's your eleven. All right. Well, my last honorable mention, my number eleven, is going to be the angry black girl and her monster. Okay. See,
0: um, I missed, I missed this one. <laughs>
1: okay. Cool. We both we didn't watch each other's eleven. This this was actually in my top ten. It was number ten for the longest time. It's directed by um, Bomani J. Story, and it's based. I mean, uh, just to give you the gist of it, it's basically the Frankenstein story, the Mary Shelley Frankenstein story, but modernized uh and you know the culture of you know black people and people of color it's it's all based on that you know so basically about a girl she's growing up in like this area where it's not safe you know there's crime all this kind of stuff kind of like putting the uh, microscope on like how people of color grow up in certain neighborhoods and You know, they can't they don't choose where they where they live, but they have to deal with the repercussions just like anybody else. And uh, she wants to do better for herself. She does. But her brother got caught up in um, gang violence, gets killed. And she. It's been a little minutes since I've seen it, but she eventually she wants to bring him back. She wants to bring her brother back because she's been trying out how to bring people back to life, like through animals and stuff like that. And, uh, so she's like, well, try it on my brother, bring him back. She does bring him back, but it's like, obviously in a monster, he's a monster basically, you know? So he's like a zombie almost doesn't look like Frankenstein. He just looks more like a zombie, but, uh, a lot of social commentary as you would expect. I just thought the way they brought Frankenstein into this in particular story was pretty neat and pretty clever. Uh, but like I said, it's been a minute as I've seen and I just remember liking it quite a bit and the ending's not too bad or anything Do you think uh, I wish I could say more
0: you think I yeah I think you should
1: watch it yeah I think you should definitely watch it it's got some parts in it though where it's like as I mentioned with the commentary they it's kind of like hitting you over the head with it sometimes and I I really dislike that but thankfully yeah. for the movie the rest the rest of the movie was really good like the horror elements are solid the gore that they have and it's solid and it's talking about some real stuff just in general you know um, right commentary I'm fine with but when it hits you over the head with it like it does in here it's just like a turn off for sure but the rest of the movie sold me for sure and that's why i got it on uh, my number 11 so that's like a seven and a half out of ten three and a half out of five stars
0: yeah so i feel yeah. like we're sitting at about the same point for our honorable mentions i mean seven seven and a half and then yeah i actually like i said when we get into it my 10 is like a seven and a half but uh then we hop right into pretty much eights after so
1: yeah mine too that's funny
0: but yeah so you want to hop right into the 10 um and then you want to do the way of like okay so if i have it and then you don't have it till later we just wait to talk about it till we get to you instead of talking about it okay
1: yeah like uh I heard fucking the podcast. Yeah. What is it? Colors
0: of the dark. Colors of the dark does the same thing. I think it's just a better format of going through your list. So uh, did you want to start? Or you want me to start?
1: Uh, would you rather? You want me to start?
0: Uh, I guess I can go because you just said you're 11. Okay. So yeah, so uh, it is time to begin. <laughs> Beyond the Senses, top 10 2023 20, horror, horror movies.
1: 2023! <laughs> 2023.
0: <laughs> 2023. <laughs> <2020. laughs> <laughs> Alright, so sitting at number 10 is The Boogeyman. And yes. I actually just checked this out like last week, and it actually surprised me, because it's not that I didn't think it was gonna be good, but i didn't think it would really do like what it did to me because it actually is pretty scary and you know i, I seen you had noted it I didn't know it was PG-13 it kind of feels like a more like it's not a tame movie it so the like, line. Yeah. yeah like I think it kind of goes like close to the edge of being R-ish mm. um, if it had gore and stuff it definitely would be but uh, doesn't really go in that direction, but yeah, I really like it, dude. Like the, basically, you take in the boogeyman story, but you put it into this grieving family, and it, I mean, it's a, bro, it's you know, it's not a full family, I guess, because you have a dad and two daughters that yeah. are grieving the loss of their mother. So, um, this is Stephen like, King as well.
1: Stephen King adapted.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, so, in the note on that, I mean. I think it does feel like a Stephen King movie, but it, but not yeah. really in the same way as the others that I've watched. It's not nearly that vibe that he usually gives off, but I don't think it's, it's bad. Like, it, you know, saying it is a Stephen King movie, I guess would surprise some people. Like it does surprise me how this is one because it really just doesn't, it's much darker. I feel like, like, I don't know, like in the more of I guess a I
1: guess some dark Stephen King movies now
0: there is but this is like a different i don't know it's different type of darkness i'm feeling with this one man it's taking me over like <laughs> like <laughs> it is I, dark I don't know.
1: especially pg-13 like, i agree with that
0: yeah so um but i really enjoyed it and i'm glad i checked it out just the other day because if i didn't i would you know it wouldn't have made my list and it might be in intense place but it still made it so
1: it's a few down from mine but it's not four it's um But I thought this, I thought there was the Stephen King stuff was uh, most notable in like the family dynamic. You know what I'm saying? uh, Because I feel like every Stephen King movie or most of them have that, that, that that dynamic with the family and they're going through something or they're, you know, coming together for something, you know, and I felt that with that.
0: Dude, Uh, I've never seen the main, like the older daughter in anything else, but she was really good in this.
1: Yeah, she was good in this. Yeah.
0: She's super hot. Last
1: <laughs> no, How just, old is she? Because she seems kind of young. Know. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> um, no, I'm pretty sure she's like 20, I think. <laughs> um, but anyways, no, like the dad was even good, like two though. Um,
1: dad and was I, good. He kind of annoyed me at, at some times, but then he kind of won me back over. It was weird. Like, yeah, first, I, like I liked him. I started off liking him. Then it was parts where it was like. He wasn't like he was just kind of there, but also that was just how the character was written. Okay. Her
0: name's Sophie Thatcher and she's twenty-three. So oh,
1: okay, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've yeah. never seen I him bet. in
0: anything either. And yeah, he me was neither. really good too.
1: Yeah, me neither. Uh, the director did something that I know he did, I just can't remember at the moment.
0: Yeah, what I what do you think about the, the boogeyman itself?
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. I don't like... The only parts I didn't like about it was whenever he was jumping around all the time. Because that was... It seemed like it was obviously CGI on those parts. And they yeah. had no... You couldn't make out anything. You just seen this slender fucking, yeah. like, creature yeah, jumping the way
0: The way they definitely played with, like, It Lives in the Dark. That was pretty creepy, dude. Like, to yeah. me it was. Just because, like, literally any time you try to like put your eyes on it you can't you couldn't even in like a tiny bit of light because he always is like it would always just hide back in the darkness so i thought that was really cool but yeah so i have it at a 7.5 out of 10 and that's why i just made my my top 10 so
1: i uh i think i heard it on colors of the dark we plug in that again but i think they had the director on there a while back and he was talking about the boogeyman and uh he said he's only on it's only on screen just as long as the Xenomorph is an alien which is not long at mm-hmm. all.
0: Yeah, but it's which effective, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. effective. I d- I just don't like the CGI, but when you do see it finally close up towards the end there's some like it looks like practical effects, you know.
0: Right, yeah. The face yeah, is not- creepy.
1: There's one scene yeah. there's one scene where you just barely see its face. Like it's quick. It's really quick and it's towards the end, it's like in the final act. I just don't I can't Pinpoint exactly where, but there's a point where you—it's f- before you see his face fully. You kind—you of, see it in full, but it's kind of like in shadow, kind of still, and it looks fucking—it looks just wicked and <laughs> twisted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. I think I got that at a seven, so I'm only like a half point lower than you, and it was a few down. It wasn't far. Nice. All right. My number ten is probably gonna piss some people off a little bit, just because Why? because. Because I think people love this movie a lot, and it's going to be at their top of their list, as opposed to the bottom of the, my list. Uh, and the movie I'm talking about is When Evil Lurks um, by Damien Rugna. Oh and then wow! At number 10.
0: Yeah, it yeah. is surprising. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have I it at at 10. I yeah, have I, it higher, I seen this.
1: Bro. I seen this in the theater. I for did no, like no, it a we're lot.
0: Gonna, we're going to talk about it whenever we get to.
1: Oh shit! You're right. You, it's higher yeah. for you. Especially. Yeah. Okay. Right, sorry. Okay, well back to you, sir, with your number nine.
0: Uh my number nine <laughs> I don't see anybody have this on their list. And you're not gonna have it on yours either because you didn't see it.
1: Oh shit.
0: Look, so we're talk we're we're including movies that came out this year that were easily, you know, findable and viewable. <laughs> To the public, okay, and they were released this year, so if they were made in 2022, but released this year is 2023, baby. So apparently, this movie was made in 2022. Hebe
1: G B T V. Oh, that's a 2023 movie. Shit,
0: it came out this year and it it, it was released onto Screenbox. And uh, dude, I loved it. Like this movie wild. In terms of like, I don't know, just it's kind of on the lines of WNUF Halloween special, which we've brought up, I think, a few times um, on this show, on our Beyond the Census show for Halloween, you know, but um, this movie is totally different because it takes the commercial aspect of it and all that, but it combines it with this blue alien figure that visits these little kids and gives them a cable box. They hook it up. And the channels on it, you know, it's the Heebie Jeebie TV box. So, like, the channels on it are like commercials and stuff, but it's also like commercials that like are so f- relatable to what we used to see. So, like, when you would see the QVC shopping channel <laughs> yeah. selling candles or whatever, okay, they have something like that. And then they have, like, you know, you have like toys that come with slime and like stuff like that. Like, it was just. It's so well done, though, man. Like, I love it. Um,
1: this was actually one I was on. supposed to have on sorry.
0: Wait, what you said?
1: This was supposed to be on my 31 days, and I this is the one that I missed on my 31 days, and I didn't watch it after 31 days because it's, it's 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 does it have a Halloween theme at all?
0: Yeah, uh, it okay, does.
1: yeah, that's why I didn't do it, but I do want to see it.
0: It's just man, like. In terms of what it is, I mean, yeah, it's totally different than any movie on my list, but the amount of, like, just, it's hilarious, like, that I just had to put it on my list, and it's, you know, number nine, so, I mean, you know, in terms of quality, I think my rest are, like, better movies, but this one was just really fun, so um, I think I got this out of eight, eight out of ten. Hebe GBTV, baby.
1: I wasn't expecting Hebe GBTV. I wasn't even thinking about it being on the list because I forgot that it was even a 2023 movie, technically. But yeah, you're right. Well, goddammit. Should have watched that one because it (laughs) maybe would have made my list too. Now I'm thinking, but all right. Well, my number nine, I'm curious to see if this is on your list. Uh, My number nine is going to be Candyland by John Swab.
0: Yeah, it's higher. It's
1: higher. (laughs) Well, we'll wait again, goddamn. Well, oh, wait, wait,
0: no. you can't yours- go to your your next one
1: well i have to go to number eight. Oh, okay yeah okay, you know what i'm saying I
0: have say my number nine yeah yeah my number nine is one that um you've seen way before me you were telling me about it how much you liked it um and this is this is where this is where it's gonna get to where y'all probably like oh this doesn't make sense because what I just said heebiebie tv look the list is my list okay so like the way I made this list most of them are rated in order of you know the stars okay but this one is like you know sitting closer to the quality of like boogeyman so um this is gonna be cobweb okay
1: it's higher for me
0: Okay, well, then we're gonna skip it cause,
1: uh, because I feel like that's gonna happen about... a lot now. <laughs> we're just gonna be constantly skipping each other. And, oh, it's higher, <laughs> except this next one. I think I might have you on this one. Uh, okay, so we're skipping that since I have it higher. So that was your number eight, right? Yeah,
0: no, that was my number nine. No, no, oh, okay, it was my number eight.
1: <laughs> okay, it is your number eight. Yeah, okay, Cause, yeah, because you said. TV was your number nine, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, up to my number eight then. My number eight is Suitable Flesh by Joe Lynch.
0: Yeah, you can talk about it. Good to go. Okay, cool. (laughs) It's not on your list.
1: Okay. Yeah, I just seen this. This is one of the ones I crunched in to get before the year end list was done and before we recorded this because Joe Lynch, I like, but I don't like him as much as I like Lovecraft adaptations, and so. When I seen this, was this was like a Lovecraft adaptation written by Dennis pa- Dennis Paoli, who wrote the movies that we love, uh, Reanimator from 1985, uh, From Beyond 1986, I think. So directed by Stuart Gordon. And actually, Stuart Gordon was supposed to direct this one as well, but he ended up passing away and couldn't do it. But I think Joe Lynch does it justice in terms of... It feels like... Uh, it's hard to say because it doesn't have the colors. It doesn't have that color palette, the neon colors like those other two films have. This is more grounded. And I know we talked about the grounded thing. It's only grounded to me in terms of how it looks. It's it's not like right. otherworldly how it looks. Like right. those other movies are that's clearly.
0: Movie. That, that's what really stands out for me for this one. Like, yeah. It just feels like a normal thriller to me. I don't know. I, I just, right, if you good.
1: watch. Yeah. But uh, I feel like if you watch, like, it has a lot of erotic, like, it's like an erotic thriller, basically, with the Lovecraft horror stuff thrown in as well. But I feel like it's also super campy, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, like really supposed to be campy, and it's like because right. that throws me, that throws me back to Reanimator and From Beyond, because those movies are campy as fuck, and it's just it's literally a um, a love, it's like a Lovecraftian entity deity who's been hopping bodies for who knows how long and we and and this woman i forgot her name the main actress she is um she's like a psychiatrist or something i can't remember no like a therapist a therapist okay basically yeah and she runs into the she basically runs into this deity through another person and she tries to help him and there's like a love Thing going on. There's not really love, it's more lust. But like, I I didn't mind,
0: yeah, I didn't mind all that. I just, I don't know, man. Like, it was enjoyable at times. Like, I really did like some of the part, like the, the car part. That part was sick. But, and the head part too, you know. But like, I feel like those scenes are good, but maybe it's just me, like seeing that kid. I told you, I seen that kid in Babysitter One and Two. And yeah, I think I he's, he's even- good. Yeah, I think he's good. Like, I really do, but I, I just feel like this role just does not fit him. But and I'm not saying that because of the erotic parts. I'm saying that because like the intimidation. I just don't. I don't know. He's mainly the the host, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, I don't talking think it's... this entity thing being in him. He just wasn't my favorite part of it. The the women kill it. So I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, all like, the women Barbara Crampton. Cran- Cran- in
0: this. Yeah. and she. It's crazy because, like, I know why. I know why they do this. But, like, they give you an actress like her, she's still fine as hell, too. And,
1: 65, bro. She's
0: 65.
1: Yeah. But but then crazy. she's, like,
0: she. well, she has in this movie a decent amount, I suppose. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the movies that they usually pull these actresses, these older ones, actors and actresses, they just don't get a lot of screen time. And it just makes me be, like, man, why not? But I get it because, you know... Their pay and stuff, I suppose, you know, it's higher, but it's just like, I want more of those people. But they get, they're like, no, 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 it's about this
1: new actor or actress. They're just there to be there. And it's like, <laughs> you talking mainly about, you're talking mainly about that guy from the babysitter movies?
0: Well, him and the the, the therapist. Uh, yeah, when, I think she's, she's in a bunch she? of stuff,
1: though. She's in a lot oh, of stuff. Okay. I well,
0: think, well, I just mean like Barbara Crampton, you know. They pull her in and like the attention really isn't on her, it's on these newer ones. And the the guy he's okay. Until the end. Yeah, until the end, yeah. Which that's really cool. See, that's like one of my favorite parts near the end.
1: You see um, you mentioned him and you thought that the guy that played I can't his name's Jonah something, I think, or something Joan. I don't remember his name, but the guy from the babysitter who plays in here. Um I agree with him not being scary. He's not really threatening either. I think the threatening thing comes from the deity being able to literally yeah, hop in right. bodies by the literally by uttering a phrase. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so and it's, and, and you do it more than what I think three times, and it's like it's it's forever. You know?
0: Yeah, Basically. and like it, it's I get that. It's just I mean when when he's the host, like he's the one we're seeing. You know? Like yeah. It's just that's, that's what, like, I mean, I honestly wish it would have been like a physical like, thing, but
1: like a monster, like a creature,
0: something along those lines or something, just because, like, I don't know. And then the whole, every time it was swapped to her, yeah, and like the shaky cam, and like the breakdown. Yeah. I was just like, eh, I don't know. I just, yeah, this wasn't yeah, anything I, guess, I, guess, I haven't seen before, so
1: yeah, I guess I was just on board with like the callbacks to like the reanimator films. Cause I mean, and obviously we talk about Barbara Crampton's character. She is playing basically the same character you played in, uh, from beyond. And you also have Miskatonic university in from beyond and reanimator. And you even have that shot outside the Miskatonic view where you see this. And I know for sure you see it in reanimator, that same shot of the outside arcane hospital, whatever, whatever it is. And you, uh, that just took me back to those movies. And the, like I said, we talked about the campiness that brought me back to it. And the part where old boys holding up the head, you know what I'm talking yeah, about?
0: that part's cool. Yeah.
1: That but part is so cool. And it reminds me of the bad guys from those other movies. It reminds me of Dr. Pretorius from, from Beyond. They have that same. They're all arrogant in a way. You know what I'm saying? They have that arrogance about them and they have like that, like. Nihilistic view almost, and you know, whenever they swap bodies in here, that's what I like too. Like, that's why I don't place too much uh, attention to Jonah, whatever his name is. <laughs> God damn it, I should have wrote I should have wrote his name down. But because whenever it, it whenever they body swap it, and the entity's in like say a woman or something, the attitude and that and that demeanor is still there, and so you know it's that Lovecraftian evil as fuck. You know, his name's Judah Lewis judah okay my bad not jonah judah judah sorry uh but yeah whenever it hops into like a woman or anybody else that 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 presence is still there you know what i'm saying that's the part i like about it that nihilistic and like almost like smart ass kind of you know Yeah. i like right. that but when he's holding up the head i'm like this is fucking cool and everything in the background is kind of blurred it and, is uh,
0: cool like those parts are cool but it's just like I don't know i feel like that part with the head and the in the car part and the ending are like the standout parts mm-hmm. and like just the rest is just not i don't know like that's why i have it at like a 7.5 i think or seven maybe seven not a seven point i think i had a 7.7 but yeah uh,
1: <laughs> to me it just it, it gave me what I wanted out of a like a modern Lovecraft movie. And I just know that Joe Lynch was paying homage to fucking Stuart Gordon, rest in peace. And he's paying homage to Dennis Pioli, who wrote the script. And it just felt right to me. And it seems like it's getting, for the most part, it's getting well-received, especially by people who like these movies. But it's not you. You don't like it as much. Although you're not too far off rating-wise than what I am. Right. I give it an 8, I give it I eight like,
0: out of 10. I feel like when I rate something a little bit lower... You're like, oh, you don't like it, and it's like, no, I don't not like this movie. I just didn't like it as much, but
1: yeah, yeah. I hear you. Well, I liked it a lot, actually. I Actually, I want to buy it just because it's. You want to purchase it? I want to purchase it just because, to me, like I said, I mentioned it before already, but like it. There's a, there's a through line to those reanimator from Beyond Films, even if they don't look alike, they feel alike. Uh, kindred wise spirit wise you know they, it, I love that but yeah that's my number eight suitable for isn't that a uh, Shudder it is a Shutter original although of course that's one thing I wanted to say too when I was watching it I saw the Shutter. Th- I had to pay for this because it's not on Shutter yet and so I'm like oh, of course really? I have to yeah of course I have to pay for this because wow. I guess it's going on in early 2024 or something, which is stupid but yeah it's not even on Shutter. I had to fucking rent it well how'd you watch it you had to rent it didn't you Oh dude, I was scooping the internet. Oh, uh, okay, you pirated it. You pirate.
0: <laughs> I didn't pirate almost all of these, dude. I've I um I mean some of these I seen in the theater, some of these I streamed, but yes, if I could not find it literally anywhere and um I didn't feel like purchasing it, yeah, I just see if I could find it. Gotcha. Uh, which we I did wanna say though, you did mention Candyland. That one is on Tubi. The Tubi's yeah. free.
1: Yes, Tubi is free. And then you with ads, but it's free.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right, so my number seven is You went um, over your number
1: eight already? Yeah,
0: you did. Yeah. <laughs> We're so we get so long. It throws
1: it off because we skip, so that's why my bad.
0: <laughs> so my number seven is one that I watched last minute. Um uh, it came out and um uh, back in October. Um and I really dug this movie a lot, man. Some people don't like it as much as the book, apparently, but I really liked it. I didn't read the book, so but this is Dark Harvest. Um I don't know, man. So like this mind. movie has its problems. It really does have its problems. Like I'm not even gonna say that it's some great Like doesn't you know? Like it just flows well because it really doesn't at times. But yeah, it's just like something about it, man. I don't know what it was that it's one of those movies that kind of like you know when you're like oh yeah, like this movie just stood out. Like it just just it's like memorable to me. I don't know. Like I guess it's because of like how screwed up the plot really is because it really is like a bleak type of like situation here so we get this town
1: in the that, 60s um,
0: yeah in the 60s which i thought was a really cool part of it i like um, that yeah i like that too. um but basically this town has uh these every boy in the town has to uh go out into the cornfields on halloween and kill sawtooth jack which supposedly is not in the book. Um, He doesn't have a name or he's called like the pumpkin something. I don't know. Or the something candy corn demon or some shit. I don't know. Oh, okay, So know they changed his name. he's supposed
1: to kill him. He's supposed to kill him before he makes it to the church at 12. At midnight. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. And you kill him. And if you went, if you do that, if you're the kid that can do that, then you're gifted. Like, I don't even know. Not very- 25
1: grand. I think it was.
0: Okay. Yeah. And usually that kid leaves. Yeah. And they leave town and like, you know, because the town isn't really much to boast about. So, um, they leave the town. Well, um, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's pretty much the plot. I mean, every year, yeah,
1: every year, every single year they got to do this.
0: So then we got this, this kid for the movie and then we kind of see his story of it and how his brother was a winner. And um, something happened to his brother. He don't know what happened. They say he's living well, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, he he supposedly he sends like these postcards telling him where he's at because he's traveling the world, you know, traveling the United States.
0: (laughs) Yeah. New Orleans. Uh, You saw that a a greaser. Uh,
1: A greaser. That's
0: that's what they look like, really. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: That pop over here.
0: Yeah, but anyway, so you know, he's trying to win though. So that he can go what find his brother or something. Um but yeah, I'm not gonna give away any details of it because, you know, you kinda get in the spoiler territory once you start talking yeah. about the actual plot. But I thought it was it's pretty pretty dark once you really figure out what's going on. I thought that dude, I thought though the gore was on point with this movie. I thought the extra fun gore to like
1: with Sawtoo Jack, um Oh, yeah, he straight up pulls people's fucking heads apart from, like, the mouth.
0: Well, yeah, that, but I'm talking, like, at the beginning when, you know, we see how it is every year and these kids attack him and they rip him apart and he has candy inside of him and, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that detail. That was so cool. Cause yeah, all the how Halloween... do
1: you... What? Would you know what you were saying? What you about to say? Well,
0: all the Halloween movies that we watch... Finding something new like this, it just like hits me because I'm like, that hasn't really been done in this way. And I love it. Like, it's just, it's cool.
1: How do you feel about, because you you said, you mentioned that they put candy into the Sawtooth Jack. uh, And so whenever the person or somebody kills a Sawtooth Jack, they all tear them apart and eat the candy. But how do you feel about like, because everybody who's uh, participates in this run to find Sawtooth Jack on Halloween. They have to be held in their rooms for like three days straight, yeah, locked and they can't eat and drink. Yeah, you know? I mean it's
0: not it's kind of messy. I mean is that what it's you just mean so, like, it's just so over it? the
1: it's so over the top. Cause like during yeah, the they're, like, like, they're like the kids are throwing shit in the room catching let me the fuck out of here and shit like that and throwing shit against the wall like tearing the rooms up and then finally when it's time they yeah. let them out they just simply unlock the door and like yeah,
0: you are so hungry and they're gonna like they're gonna like eat Sawtooth Jack and yeah. it's pretty it's pretty cool like I think talking like as a concept it's cool like or like you know thinking of it is cool whatever but like filming it it kind of comes across as like not the best uh, executed but yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. That's that is one of my problems with it. But like, there's so many cool parts about this movie, dude. Like, I loved uh, about it. So, yeah, Stylish this is too. sitting. This is sitting at a um, eight out of ten for me. Um, yeah, I love it. And it's definitely one. I, I don't know if it's gonna be like on my rotation every year or anything, but I'll definitely watch it again. I really like. What that you rated Like an eight out of ten, I believe.
1: Yeah, I gave it a seven, but. I actually liked it more whenever we find out like the twist plot twist thing. Yeah, dude. Find, the, I liked it more. You like the CGI with uh, Sawtooth Jack. Yeah, yeah. It didn't bother me because there's some, there's not some, there's some CGI, but you there's know, like some practical too.
0: You don't get the, um, you don't get pumpkinhead vibes.
1: Oh, like, yeah, I get pumpkinhead vibes for sure. Yeah, I even mentioned okay. that in my review. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I get it because he's like this slender, tall, pale looking thing. And he obviously has a pumpkin as a head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. I did get pumpkin head vibes. What about that scene before we move on? But I kind of thought it was over the top too. You probably liked it. Whenever he went, whenever, whenever he was, uh, saw Sawtooth Jack went into like that little bunker and like all the kids are hiding there and like, you just see blood spurt out of that motherfucker. I don't remember. Yeah, like this the night, and he's trying, some dude's running from Saw Jack, and he's trying to get in with these other people who are hiding, and he's like, you have to pay me $20 to get in up front, he's like, I'll pay you tomorrow, no, you can't, because then everybody else will be pissed, and the, the kid outside the thing gets killed, and then they open up the, like, bomb shelter, and there's a bunch of kids just hiding there, and Jack walks down.
0: And then all of a sudden you see a
1: big pool of blood come out that (laughs) motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's that's also over the top. But I also got to think, I mean, you also got to think, like, (laughs) it only went on Prime. It looks higher budget than it should be. Like, it definitely, I don't know, like the budget kind of surprised me because the budget's not high, but it looks high. Oh, it looks Um, good. Yeah, it looks good. Did you see uh, 30 Days of Night? 30 Days of Night is one that I've tried to watch a few times, man. I just get bored of it.
1: Okay. Same director. That's why I was wondering.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could, I don't know if I could see it exactly because I like Dark Harvest and I've not finished 30 Days of Night before. So, but yeah, so that's going to be my number
1: seven. Seven. Cool. All right. My number seven is one you haven't seen, so I know we ain't got to skip this one. Uh, and that is It Lives Inside by Bashal <laughs> Duda Duda. Of course, I, I didn't
0: watch this one, of course, yeah. It lives That's inside. The one that I didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's been a while since I've seen this as well a couple months. I seen it when it came out in theaters, but it was in theaters for a little while actually. This is another PG 13 uh horror movie, uh, but man. PG thirteen that delivers just like Boogeyman. This was the same thing because they got a you have a creature at the end and everything. It looks awesome, but this is a This is a Hindu Indian film. Uh, it deals with kind of like how we have um, Bloody Mary and all this other stuff. It's kind of like that. It's a it's an urban legend, but like for them, for like that culture, and so everybody in this movie is Hindi. Um this actress, the main actress in the movie, she doesn't want to follow the same because like in